Next on BYU Sports Nation, quality quarterbacks. Taysom Hill staying at BYU for the 2016 season. What does it mean for the future of Cougar football? How can the Cougars effectively use Taysom Hill and Tanner Mangum? Ty Detmer answers that and much more in studio. Plus, BYU football signee Alema Pilimai on why he flipped on BYU or to BYU on signing day and the West Coast Conference Player of the Week, Nick Emery. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. He's going to take it himself, and Hilton gets to the edge, and look at Taysom Hill. Could he take this all the way? Yes! Yes, indeed. BYU Sports Nation live and radio vision presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Wednesday, February 17th, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with BYUSN wristband distributor, Jerem Jordan. That's what we do, apparently, because we got a tweet yesterday at Noah M. Cook. Hey, at BYU Sports Nation, my bro-in-law is repping hashtag BYUSN hard in the MTC. It's a picture of Elder Farr. Uh, hopefully fair, far, uh, elder far, fair, <laughs> with the BYUSN royal wristband. Now, I don't know if that's okay in the MTC. I really don't care, to be honest, but he has it in the MTC. I'm assuming in Provo. Uh, I'm, I am going to go ahead and uh, give that clearance right now. So you, elder you far, are? Yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and clear okay. that. We're cool. I, I don't know that's <laughs> within our jurisdiction. <laughs> but, yeah, awesome. It stands, Way to represent, man. It stands for awesomeness. Yes, well done. Well done, Elder Farr. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Taysom Hill is staying at BYU to be the quarterback you, uh, wait, in what? 2016. Are you serious? A quarterback in 2016, more like it. Yeah, good question. We will man. find out. Oh, my goodness. And by the way, happy birthday, Michael Jordan. Yep. Woo! Uncle Mike, uh, I always remember uh, in the back of his card that before the internet, some kids are like, what? The internet? Before Al Gore invented the internet, I, you would have your uh, cards, and that would be a reference for information, or the newspaper, or a cereal box, or whatever. So on Michael Jordan's card, I always knew, February 17th, 1963, in Br- Brooklyn, New York, Michael Jordan. Elite, Happy birthday, elite man. Elite card collecting the right goat. there. By the way, my first professional basketball game that I ever witnessed in person. In 1991, the Chicago Bulls and Utah Jazz went to triple wow. overtime. Oh, that game. That's a famous game. I never saw Jordan play. The Jazz won 126-123, I believe. That was my first game. And I remember my friend Cody wow. and his dad were like, hey, you sure picked a good one to start on. In 91. No kidding. Yeah, first live game saw Michael Jordan wow. play against so the Jazz. So either that season or the next season, they won their first title. Triple overtime. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines, as we just mentioned Taysom Hill announced on Twitter he will return for a fifth season to BYU this fall. <laughs> he has applied for a medical redshirt. If the NCAA doesn't grant it, it will be a litany and a mob. It will be ugly. It's going to happen. Ty Demmer joins us at the bottom of the hour to discuss what it means for BYU football. Nick Emery adds another of the week honor as the United States Basketball Writers Association Freshman of the Week. That's a national award. His second national award this week. Nick joins us in the next segment. Oklahoma President David Boren told the Oklahoman this about future expansion in the Big 12 Conference. Quote, we've sort of said to ourselves, come this summer, we're going to have to finally make a decision about what we do. End quote. Action on an idea. Yes. Thank you. How about Taking that? Taking 
Action, telling us that you're going to take action, I guess, is the idea. It's I the li- next step. Hey, I like it. Tell us when you actually do something. Oh, it's this summer. Great. Let us know when you do it. Jimmer Fredette told the New York Post the following yesterday in an article. I feel I've definitely proven I can still play and provide something for a team out there. Fredette told the Post in a phone interview Tuesday morning. There you go. I've shown that. And I'm definitely confident if I do get an opportunity, I'll be able to produce. The D-League has helped me to get better and develop as a basketball player. I hope there will be a team that takes notice and gives me a chance. Jimmer Fredette. You would think there has to be a team out there. Then do it. That would give him a shot. Then just do it. Yes, Make Jimmer's NBA dreams come true. (laughs) Shia LaBeouf is uh, out of the way in this show. Shia LaBeouf should be on this show. We need to get (laughs) Shia. I want to talk about Transformers. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about uh, Greatest Game Ever Played. All of that. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Guess who's back? Here's when he's at his best, and he does it again. Taysom Hill. They don't have an answer for him. BYU football hoping opponents won't have an answer for Taysom Hill in 2016 either. It's official. He is staying at BYU. Taysom Hill will play the 2016 football season at BYU. The fifth-year senior made the announcement to the public on Twitter yesterday, and he said, I want to thank you for all of your love and support and let you know I am coming back for one more year. Hashtag 2016. Hashtag fam. So our Twitter question today is this. What do you think about Taysom Hill deciding to stay at BYU? For the 2016 season, use the hashtag BYUSN. At GK Thurston, if it helps us win and Tanner Mangum is okay with it, then I embrace it. We At- learned from Ty Detmer yesterday that Tanner was one of the most excited guys in the room when the announcement happened. Apparently, when it, and, and the room, the room uh, cheered and went crazy. He told the team uh, yesterday around 11 or 12 uh, local time here in uh, Provo. He told the team, and Tanner Mangum was one of the guys that, that was the most excited in the room, apparently. Which is great because Tanner Mangum seems like a great teammate. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join the conversation on Twitter. And I said this on the Twitter machine yesterday. The excitement for Taysom's announcement, which was palpable, and it was like a wildfire on social media, does not diminish the value or importance of Tanner Mangum to BYU football. The program is better with both quarterbacks here. There's some that do not think that. I tend to be in the just get as much talent as you can and then make it work situation. How is that going to work with both of them? Uh, we'll talk to Ty Detmer coming up on the show at the bottom of the hour. He'll answer a bunch of, uh, or we hope, he doesn't have to answer anything if he doesn't want to. He's Ty Detmer. But we'll ask him <laughs> at the bottom of the hour lots of questions uh, about this because that's, that's the thing. It's great news that Taysom is back. I now have a lot of questions about this situation. At our Greenhaw, reference Trevor Maddich's yell as his <laughs> reaction. In fact, can we play that? Ah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I would like A to hear from Trevor A little excited from yeah. Trevor. Yeah, I think that that was really the collective feeling across BYU Sports Nation. Yeah, I mean, it seems like 95% of people are very excited about this. There are those that kind of want Tanner Mangum just to be the guy and to not get in the way of that. Um, I tend to be in the camp of get as much talent on the team as you can and then figure it out. Taysom Hill, generally speaking, is the best player on the field on either side 
in most of the games he plays. I mean, there's sometimes BYU's playing UCLA last year. Miles Jack is probably a better player. Whatever. You, you can figure that out. But Taysom Hill is such a good athlete that I say, get him on the team. You figure it out. We don't know if he's going to be the starter or not. We don't know even know if he's going to be healthy or not. There are lots of questions with this. But get Taysom Hill on that team. Get good leadership. Have Tanner Mangum in there. Figure out that dynamic. And then go from there. There was a season where... Uh, Jim McMahon and Mark Wilson were on the same team and actually played on that team. Now, that was not a good season in 78, but I think Ohio State was a good recipe for we can use both guys effectively. They lost one game by three. Yes, they didn't win the national title, but they were effective as a team. So now BYU is stacked at quarterback because you have a Heisman-type candidate, and then you have the up-and-comer Tanner Mangum, first freshman in BYU history, to throw for 3,000 yards. Both are mature, stalwart dudes who you would think – We'll work together and certainly push each other. I trust Ty that's, Detmer. That's the best case scenario. Yeah. To figure out how to utilize the goods. Bring in all the talent. Let's utilize the goods the best that we can. And I think he will do that. Kalani Satake said this in an official release about the return of Taysom Hill. Quote, Taysom is a proven commodity and is a great leader for our football team. We are thrilled to have him back for one more year. Gauging the reaction on social media, and Jerem just brought up some of those big questions, there are a ton of question marks about what lies ahead for the quarterback situation at BYU in 2016. Starting with this for me, Jerem, will Taysom Hill be 100% healthy and ready for fall camp and then going into the first game on September 3rd. We don't know the answer to that. We really don't. And if he is healthy and there is a quarterback competition, then great. Now, I am of the opinion that Taysom Hill is Steven Rogers to some degree, for better or worse. He is a freak of nature, yet his, his, body can't, his bones can't handle his strength for whatever reason due to multiple injuries. Uh, are they freak injuries? Is he injury prone? I don't know. But he's been injured multiple times. So there is this fear that, well, what does it mean? But the fear of him being hurt is not there as much because Tanner Mangum is there, which is, a, which is nice. Last year it was Tanner is this wide-eyed freshman that threw an incredible pass, and Mitch Matthews made an incredible play, and then we saw that Tanner Mangum was a really good quarterback. Then, then, you, then you ask, okay, will, is, is Taysom Hill even going to be uh, you know, another position? Ty Detmer did answer that yesterday. said he will be a quarterback. We'll answer more on, ask more on a lot of those. How does BYU use both of them effectively? In the pro-style offense. In a pro-style offense, which doesn't seem like it would fit with Taysom Hill's strengths, which is the versatility to run. But you can oh, if you drop back for a pass, whether it's in shotgun or out of uh, under center, you can always still run. That's going to be okay. You know who does that a lot? Russell Wilson, even though they're in the shotgun sometimes. Taysom Hill, I don't think will run as much. I think this is gravy. I think this is a bonus. For his career, this was never supposed to happen. So I think that he handles this maybe a little differently than he would have, say, last year or the year before. Who will start? And with that in mind, let's, no clue, whip, man. let's whip out the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Both Taysom Hill and Tanner Mangum had eight wins in their only full seasons as starting quarterbacks. Now, wait a minute. Didn't BYU win nine games last year, Jerem? Yes. Taysom Hill started the Nebraska game. In uh-huh. fact, he played the majority of it. So, I, w- I would uh, we didn't credit Hill uh, you know, with that win there. I'm, we're talking about 2013 Taysom Hill. He, plays, he, plays all, he starts every game. He gets eight wins. Tanner Mangum started 12 games and got eight wins in there. So, interesting. It's not like Mangum had a way better season than Hill in terms of wins. What's the most important stat? 
It's wins. wins. So that's why we did this stat of the day, because these guys are on equal footing, no pun intended, that was a poor pun, in fact, given the list Frank, of eight <laughs> for each dude. Chad Lewis had a Liz Frank interview, interview, in, uh, injury in the NFL, in the NFC Championship game. It took him a long time. I don't know if Taysom Hill is going to be ready to go in August. We'll find out. But like I said, he's Steven Rogers. I think that his, uh, he, he had great healing power for whatever reason. Last year he was ahead of schedule going into fall camp and everything. Remember? I think that Taysom Hill could be ready in August. And if he's not, Tanner Mangum's the dude. Like, I'm not worried at all about this situation. And when you say Steven Rogers, for those that aren't familiar with Steven, basketball not the, player. Not the former BYU basketball player. Okay, right. Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. He has... Who, one, who once was a weakling, but became <laughs> the American Thor. We've got time to figure this out. Okay? Too much time, in fact. In fact, how, how many days do we have to figure this out? Countdown to the Wildcats. 199. You did it two days in a row. Because, because Taysom Hill has created some excitement. He has created some excitement, so I'm in. Until it dies down, probably next week. So it has to be like a marquee day 200 or serious excitement for you to be involved. There's some, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a buzz around BYU football. Plus, uh, spring practice begins in uh, two weeks. 199 days until BYU takes on Arizona in Glendale, Arizona, at the home of the Arizona Cardinals and the NFL stadium that looks like a space station. Point is, yes. like I said, there is time to figure it out, and it only makes... What might be the most compelling offseason in BYU football history. It is, dude. It is. That much more compelling. Think about the last few months. Bronco leaves BYU to go to Virginia. Kalani Satake coming back home. Former football player hired as the new head coach. Gets his staff together, including Ty Detmer, the new offensive coordinator. Jamal Williams enrolls back at BYU. He's going to play, and now Taysom Hill says he's staying. The 2016 season, the schedule, the, oh. the compelling. I mean, you have UCLA and Mississippi State at home, and then you, you play compelling road games. At Utah. Hey, it's, this, this is exciting because BYU's loading up with uh, an, an exciting coaching staff. We'll see what they can do, and we'll get a taste in spring ball of what where BYU's at with things. We'll see the new offense put in. I think it's going to be weird for BYU fans to see you know, under center a lot, but Taysom Hill's around and in the program. I think that he provides a lot of leadership. I really do. And whether he's a starter or not, I think that he's a good teammate. And I think that Tanner Mangum is going to be ready to rock either way. He'll prepare to be the starter. And they both will. We'll break this down in the next 199 days. <laughs> but how Tanner Mangum is used, how Taysom Hill is used, what weapons are around them. How much does Taysom Hill have to actually run with Jamal Williams back on the team, with uh, Algernon Brown back, with Squala Canada, and Francis Bernard? I mean, there are lots of options there for BYU. Storyline overload, and we love it. And it's, and it's BYU, so we'll hype it. To the stratosphere for the next 199 days, and we are part of that engine. Why? Why would we not? Why would we not? Now, a couple of last <laughs> this is thoughts. going on a lot before yes. right now. We're, <laughs> before before we Garbus go baby. to the Twitter machine, a, a couple of things I, I want to make reference to, and that is first of all, Tanner Mangum and Taysom Hill have different skill sets. Do you trust Ty Detmer to be able to utilize those situationally throughout the season? Do you it's, trust Ty Detmer? It's quite the, quite the interesting uh, pickle for him because it's easier if there's not two. It's easier to go, Tanner Mangum, you're the guy. That's easier. Now, now uh, he, ha- he has to figure out, how do I use both effectively? 
How do I manage the leadership? Yeah. Whose team is this? Whose team is this? I don't know. Is it both? Can both lead effectively? That's, those are some questions to ask. If you don't know what a pro-style offense is, I challenge all of you on BYUtv.org to go back and watch one of Ty Detmer's classic games. Under center. Watch what Ty Detmer does. Tight ends. More fullback. Uh, Smash you know, mouth style yeah, running. More, more rushing than you think. BYU rushed the ball more than they'll pass, I think. What do you think about Taysom Hill deciding to stay at BYU for the 2016 season? At BYU Junior says, if Ty is sleeping, his pillow is covered with drool, dreaming about his two great quarterbacks every night. And Elk. Maybe so. Nick Emery, the National Freshman of the Week, up next. BYU Sports Nation brought to you by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation and use the hashtag BYUSN. Thursday night, Women's Hoops is on BYU TV, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, the ladies did not get into the top 25 coaches poll like we thought they would. They stayed at one out. But still, if they beat San Diego Thursday night on senior night, against uh, the Toreros, who are the only team to defeat BYU, the last team to defeat BYU in conference. Outright conference championship for the Cougars. Already clinched at least a share. Huge game Thursday night, 9 Eastern. Check it out. What do you think about Taysom Hill deciding to stay at BYU for the 2016 season now that you've had a night to sleep on it? We want to hear your thoughts. At Ryan Frieden, I hope he heals 100%. Starts, and we redshirt Mangum would love four more years of great quarterback play instead of just three. I don't see any situation where Tanner Mangum redshirts at all. Yeah. I think that he's going to yeah. start multiple games this season. That could mean 13. That could mean two. I don't know. Depends on the health situation. It really does, yeah. It's all about situations. I, I, and I know that's an idea, and we'll ask Ty Network coming up in the next segment. Is that a possibility at all that Tanner Mangum redshirts? Nick Emery just walked through the door. Here he is. He's coming and he up is What's open up, for three. You know, man? Good. How are you guys? <laughs> While he gets situated, uh, we remind you to join the Twitter conversation. What do you think about Taysom Hill deciding to stay at BYU for the 2016 season? And we remind you of our daily RPI Watch. It's the Daily RPI Watch on BYU Sports Nation. BYU basketball at number 68 in the latest RPI, according to YahooSports.com. It's it's funny that 68 would be the number because that is the exact number of points that Nick Emery dropped in two games last week. The National Freshman of the Week and West Coast Conference Player of the Week. Nick Emery, welcome to Studio B. Hey, thanks. It's good to be here. It's about time we got you in here. We haven't had you in here yet. That's right. No, I've been waiting for this. We waited for you to go 30-plus back to back and then we brought <laughs> yeah no definitely and i remember you guys saying something about eric wanted me on the show and he has something to say so hopefully you guys have that but i don't know we don't because that was like uh, a year and a half ago now we did we did email eric mika in italy and he did respond to us right yeah but he didn't have anything for nick so yeah we nick walked on we had no time to chat about this before and say, we don't have that stuff for you man <laughs> so here we are next time all right let's let's go with before we get into basketball and there was man what a week for BYU basketball. But we want to get your thoughts on, on Taysom Hill because he's, he's one of the big men on campus along with you right now. What did you think about his decision to come back to BYU? Man, I couldn't be more excited for him and also for our program and the BYU football guys. One of my best friends plays wide receiver, and uh, he's excited, and I know all the football guys are excited, and you know it's going to be a good year for Cougar Nation. Is there a number four connection between the two of you and Fred Warner? Uh, low-key, I think there might be. Low-key. No, <laughs> no, that's a good number, you know, and 
we just got to represent it well. I don't know many freshman college basketball players that can, can be in a shooting slump and come out and do what you did last week, Nick. What was the emotional swing for you like not making shots that you wanted to against Pacific and being, you know, we learned from the coaches you felt really bad, you were hard on yourself, and then coming out and doing that, what was that like? You know, it was a, it was a good feeling. You know, as a shooter, you're, you're taught to, to keep shooting even when shots aren't falling. And so to be able to, to get back kind of to my normal, my normal self was, was nice. And uh, now it's just all about keeping it consistent now and, and doing that game by game. Tim Lacombe said that uh, you had a conversation with the whole coaching staff, but specifically with Terry Nashville, about uh, slowing, slowing things down just a touch. What, what was that conversation like, and how did that help? Um, it, it helped, obviously, tremendously, because during, during the basketball game, everything's so high-paced, and to be able to kind of slow my game down, it, it made me a little bit more comfortable taking the right shots and, and getting in the lane and finishing layups when I needed to, and it's all about pace, and that's the game of basketball. Like mentally, are you sl- like slowing down? Because physically, it looks like you're still exerting yourself at the same pace. Where do you slow down? I think mentally. I think just being able to to understand which shot is a good shot and which shot is not a good shot. You know, and to be able to finish uh, at the rim and to to get the guys going. I mean, Kyle and Chase did a great job of of driving in the middle of the lane and kicking it out, and I was just able to knock down threes this week. Let's start with the San Francisco game. And there was one point on the sideline when I think you pulled up from 28 or 30 feet, and I was just like, wow, and it went in. Obviously, at that point, you know you're in the zone. Like, when did you know, okay, I am feeling it? You know, it's it's kind of funny because I didn't realize how far back I was. <laughs> and... I guess Kyle normally on, on the fast break finds his shooters, and I just happened to be right behind him and, and spotted up. And uh, when I let go, I was like, oh, shoot, I hope this goes in. And it went in and uh, felt good. That's, that's me every Monday night in rec league. Oh, I shoot, hope I this, hope goes, this in. goes in. You've got your tongue out. you got a huge smile. I think you banked one in. I mean, how fun was that for you to, to just get back to what Tim Lacombe called, that's the lone peak Nick Emery. You know, it's fun. Um, this year has been full of, of, of ups and downs, and uh, to be able to finally, I guess, feel like my normal self and to be able to knock down shots and to get back to, you know, right now I feel like I'm, I'm back into my conditioning shape, and, uh, you know, that, that helps. And it's a bunch of different things, and it's a, it's a puzzle almost, and you're just trying to figure it out, and I feel like I'm, I'm starting to, to finally feel comfortable in the college basketball level. I talked to you earlier this year uh, before the season began. Expectations are obviously high, and you're coming off of a mission, and you're feeling good. But you mentioned to me that one of the things that was the hardest to get back to normal was just finding that pure shooting stroke and that and that rhythm. Do you feel like that is back now? Yeah, I definitely feel like. I think um, coming off my mission with, a, uh, with an injury and then in the summer falling off a rope swing, that was another injury. And so those things kind of held me back. And after the rope swing, I, I kind of had to get back into shape and get my shot back. And, you know, after the mission, it kind of takes a while to, to get your, your groove back. And I feel like I'm, I'm finally at that point, three weeks left into the season, you know. <laughs> is rope swing off limits next summer or is that still cool? <laughs> I think it's off limits for my life, you know. <laughs> that memory is always haunting me. But, no, that was a, that was a big lesson learned. What, uh, after the weekend, the two games, um, who texted you uh, that you thought was cool, maybe after that, or, or of significance? Um, 
I think honestly, my, my text from my brother was just the best. He's like, "All right, this is the Nick I know," you know, and that was just was the one that gave me the confidence. And then I got a couple tweets from Danny Ainge, and um, you know that that meant the world to me because Danny's obviously one of the best players ever to come out of BYU, and so you know there there were some some pretty cool things. But I think ultimately, just I mean, Danny said it right. Just just winning that's the ultimate thing, and uh, yeah. that's what is the I guess the most fun. What's the emotional state of the team right now coming off of last week and knowing that you want to get to the NCAA tournament, but the margin of error is very slim? Yeah, you know, we lost that tough one against Pacific, and you know, I don't think I've ever seen the team so motivated after that to, to be able to, to fight back and, and get two tough wins yet, um, last week. And I think Coach Rose did a great job at the beginning of the week where he said our motto is hang tough together. Because on the outside, people are going to say things, but as a team, we got to stick together and we can still do big things. And that got us motivated. And now it's just about staying consistent and learning from our mistakes and, and moving forward. Do you know the nickname of the gym you're going to play in tomorrow night? I don't. What Jenny is it? Jenny Craig Pavilion. It's the Slim Gym. The Slim Gym? <laughs> the Slim Gym. Hey, that's yeah. nice. Is it a shooter's gym? Is my question. Uh, every, every gym is a shooter's gym for you, Nick. Okay. <laughs> Depends okay, who you okay. are. For me, yes. I think that every gym is a shooter's gym for me. Uh, last year, that was a three-point loss for BYU. So what's the conversation like to avoid that this year? Well, San Diego is actually a really, really good team. They, they're a little bit slower-paced team. And, you know, as, as BYU, we're always fast-paced, um, run-and-gun team. And so that's always given us trouble. And, and Coach Rosas obviously – brought up that we lost last year and that's just another motivation to to get the win I guess two wins this week you play them back to back at San Diego on Thursday and then home on Saturday it's kind of like this this pseudo playoff series against San Diego going back to back what do you think about that I it's obviously going to be fun but it's going to be tough because you're playing a team on Thursday who you've never played before and then if you if you win or lose, then that team can either adjust accordingly, and then you have to play them Saturday, and so they're they're it's fresh on their minds and they're thinking about it, and so we just gotta I mean stay consistent and play BYU basketball. What are the uh, emails like or communications like with uh, T.J. Haas and Eric Mika from you? I yeah, they couldn't be more excited to to be back and to to be able to to play again. You know, that's I think they're at their point of their missions where there's about three months left, and you're kind of feeling it. You know, this is this is long, but you know they're excited, and I'm I'm excited to have them back as well. How is your health right now with the thoracic outlet syndrome? I know you had surgery to help the blood flow. How is that right now? It's really good. I I haven't had any problems. There's sometimes when we're here at home at the Marriott Center where it gets really cold. And uh, I get cold, um, but gyms like California, it was nice because it, it was hot. Hot. And I, I'm in my long sleeves too, and it, it still, it still <laughs> feels perfect to me. Hey, know? can we get the guy at San Diego to uh, crank up the heat? About 82 <laughs> degrees. It, it, I mean, w- were those the the warmest gyms you'd played in, or on the road generally? Is it like that in the WCC? I, I think just playing in California in general. Hmm. I think it's, the gyms are just warmer there, and uh, you know, I mean that's. That's what gets me going is, is when the gym's normal temperature, you know, because my normal temperature is cold. And so when the gym's hotter, my normal temperature, or temperature is, uh, is warm, you know. And so that's, that's obviously a benefit. Lexi Rydelch has talked about this as well. You're not the first person to mention it, but um, I think Terry Nash have said when the Marriott Center fills up, it gets warm. 
but when it's empty, like at shoot around a practice, it's cold. Is it still cold in the games for you? Um, it depends. Um, if the if the energy's there, honestly, like I don't even think about it, and uh, I just play. And uh, during games, it's not as bad. But during practice, man, that place gets freezing. And you so wear like a sweater. You kind sweater of adjust. Yeah, I have to put on two long sleeves. You know, no. <laughs> but you kind of adjust, and you know, and then when it is warm, you're like, yes, I can, I can finally just burst out of this. Who knew? Warm gyms create for a very hot shooting. Nick Emery. <laughs> we'll go with that, man. And I'm serious. Somebody in San Diego, turn up the heat. And in the Marriott Center, we need to find that, that as well. Just deal with it, everybody else. Uh, we need you to sign our Stretch Y flag because this is your first visit to Studio B. That's right. That's right. And, and we give you the BYU Sports Nation karma. Are, uh, you, are you aware of the karma, Nick? I, I'm you not aware of the karma. No. Explain, Jerem. You come on. The, you're a good player already. We don't invite crappy players on the show, Jerem. <laughs> good players come on the show, and then they play better than they would have. I'm not saying you're going 30-plus again, but I'm saying you're going to have okay. a good night again. Oh, I'm, I'm taking that to you then. Yeah. Maybe you finish a dunk. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you have a replay of that. Hey, but hey, I, did, I, get, I did get the two points, so. Yes. I got my rebound, put did it back in. Did you get away with uh, hanging on the rim there? Uh, I let go. I mean, <laughs> that was a second. little bit questionable, but I'm, I'm just grateful the ref didn't blow his whistle. At what point did you decide, I think I'm going to dunk this basketball? Well, in warm-ups, I was, I was getting up, you know. I was putting down dunks, and I even did a 360. I was like, okay. What? Like, I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely try it in the game and then I got a steal and and uh, I think it was Nar from St Mary's was was following me and he was a step back and I was like all right I'll dunk this and I think I just jumped way too far out <laughs> and barely grabbed the rim and then You're uh, not Zach Levine I'm sorry yeah I was just yeah exactly or Aaron Gordon you know but I'm just grateful that I got the two points you know? did you play against Aaron Gordon in I AAU did. or high school in high school my senior year we played against did him. you win the game we won yeah we won by like forty you, did he Whoa. Dun- did he dunk in the game he had a couple mean dunks yeah <laughs> but lost by forty and yeah but lost by forty he's yeah. in the dunk contest and you're a freshman at BYU missions man I know that's crazy missions twenty one year old freshman <laughs> hey take it it's all good man fresh <laughs> national freshman of the week sixty eight <laughs> points in two games Nick great to have you man make sure you sign the flag and we'll talk to you soon I appreciate that thank you. BYU, absolutely. BYU at San Diego on Thursday and then back in the Marriott Center in Provo on Saturday night. Up next, back to football. What does Ty Detmer think about all this Taysom Hill announcement news? He joins us next. Welcome back, sports friends. On a Wednesday, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday night, gymnastics takes on Utah State, 9 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV. Check it out. We have Thursday night women's hoops, Friday gymnastics, Saturday night men's basketball. So loaded weekend for Spencer Linton and company. Yeah, that, that it is. <laughs> no volleyball. Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines, Taysom Hill announcing on Twitter that he will return for a fifth season at BYU this fall. He still has to apply for a medical redshirt and receive that, but Hill plans on taking snaps for BYU in 2016. Nick Emery, who just joined us, if you missed it, for the first time in Studio B, adds another of the week honor with the USBWA, that's the United States Basketball Writers Association, freshman of the week honor, his second national award uh, this week. And Brandon Ingram of Duke and Ben Simmons of LSU, have received this award this uh, year. So big Elite time. company. Elite freshman company. Now, here's the thing. Nick has received the BYU Sports Nation karma, and as Jerem pointed out, 
if he attempts a dunk, he'll probably he'll finish probably it this finish week. it. Yeah. And at Baller's Intern said with the hashtag BYUSN Karma, Emery will probably drop fifty on oh, San Diego. Okay. I, no, okay. No. 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 All right. Low goggle alert. You can't make says No. 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 Fifty. <laughs> fifty. Come on, man. Do you think that Nick Emery will drop? Um, do you do you think that Nick Emery will drop fifty at some point at BYU? Ooh. I think it could happen. Like he's, you saw what he's capable of. If it's a more competitive game and he doesn't need to come out up thirty, how many guys have ever done it at BYU? Jimmer. Wait, did did Danny have the one? No, I I don't know. Is it just Jimmer? I think Jimmer's the only one to go just, fifty plus. I think right? it's just Jimmer. Whoa! I'm looking that up now. You got me on that. Yeah, I, I off the top of my head, I think it's only Jimmer Fredette that has gone fifty plus. So well, you t- would TJ Haas do it? I think that's somebody possible. will do it at some point again. Like yeah. the way that basketball is going with a three point shot, and I mean, Nick made ten three pointers. Like he made will, ten three. Will pointers. he do that again? Probably. He made ten three pointers. That's crazy. <laughs> he was ten for twelve in that game. Ten for twelve. By the way, on the way, he told us BYU's flying back after the game tomorrow night. That's quick. They're going to practice get, today. They're going to get back. Fly down today, so they'll be back in Pro Friday to be able yeah. to practice and everything. Yeah. Let's head back now to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. What do you think about Taysom Hill deciding to stay at BYU for the 2016 season at Russ Melrose? Says, I guess you could call it the second coming. Okay. That one made it through the, through the five hole. <laughs> that, one, that one got... Yeah, we could call that, it in on we us. call that the rapture as well, I guess, <laughs> to be multi-denomination. Oh, my goodness. What else do the people have? You're flustered. I love it. I love Cisco it when you're flustered, Roo. man. I'm bright red right now. At Cisco Roo with Taysom back, and here's another one <laughs> that I can't believe I'm reading. BYU shall drive the enemies from before them and rejoice at the lamentation of their women. <laughs> Why, why is this gone scriptural? Hashtag, uh, this is BYU. Why? This is why? Why? This is why. At Ron Bond 2015, please be about just football. The way he was <laughs> manhandling Nebraska before he left, how can you not be stoked? I'm ready for the TNT show, Tanner and Taysom. Ooh. I, I've had, I had this legit thought. TNT um, is dynamite. Which reminds me, although not the same band, we're both going to Steven Tyler tonight. Very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. In Salt Lake. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, Taysom Hill against Nebraska was lights out. He was great. Do you remember he what was. Steve Young said about Taysom when he watched him against Nebraska? He thought after the first half, he told us after the first half that he thought Taysom, wins, Taysom Hill is going to win the Heisman. He was playing so well. We Steve didn't think, had his blue goggle moment. We didn't think Nebraska was going to be Nebraska. a six-win team, though. Yeah. Right? Um, Nebraska turned out to be not as good as we thought. But on the road, he was unbelievable in that first half. Will Taysom Hill be that healthy in August? I mean, I, I don't know. And we're efforting to get uh, tied up. He's, he's in a meeting. We're hoping uh, he gets out in time to join us. If not, we'll get him on another day. If not, day. he's got things to discuss. Trust yeah. me. He's if, got things on his mind. We'll get him on. He's, he's like the only dude on campus where I'm like, okay, that's fine. Everyone else, I'm like, hey, get in here, man. <laughs> but Ty Detmer, I'm like, hey, if you have a meeting, I get it. You know, just bring the Heisman. And trust me, if, if Ty can be here, he will be here, and we'll get him on the show. Yeah. Um, but but BYU, the T, TNT. Hmm. Oh, oh, the thought. I just remembered. What does BYU do with its marketing campaign? It has to have both quarterbacks on there and Jamal Williams. Three-headed monster. 
Oh, Do you put man. Fred Warner defensively? In I the had mix this there thought. Too? I had this thought yesterday. Like and who's I'm... who's featured on the poster? I look at the BYU basketball poster in here. Okay, I even look at the football poster. Who is featured? There's five seniors, but it's one dude featured: Kyle Collinsworth, Bronson Kafusi. Who's the one guy? There's man. not. You have to do both, and you probably have to throw Jamal in there too. Maybe, maybe I was generally, sp- generally it's been a senior thing, right? Yes, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see if they mix it up. But I maybe I discussed it with you yesterday. I can't remember. I was talking to somebody about this. But imagine a formation where Taysom Hill is the quarterback. You put Tanner Mangum out as a wide receiver, and you have Jamal Williams in the backfield. What do you do? Is Taysom going to throw the ball to Tanner, who will then throw it down the field? Is he going to hand the ball off to Jamal? Is he going to be a read option? Like, what does the defense do to prepare for something like that? I did tweet an idea for the first play of the season. Okay. It's that Tanner Mangum is under quarterback, uh, under center. He hands off to Jamal Williams, who throws the ball to Taysom Hill, who throws the ball to Nick Kurtz, who pitches to Jonah Trinman for a touchdown. That's the first play. That's the first play of 2016. Ty Detmer, Ty Detmer, there's the idea. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Credit Ty's Jerem not here Jordan. now, but we can give him the idea. Yeah, credit Jerem Jordan when that play happens. That's the craziest play ever. I do want BYU to do what they did with Ben Cahoon, though, to start, I believe it was the 98 season at Arizona State. Kevin Federick whose jersey I somehow acquired as a youth. You need to wear that. That's in our office. You need to wear that. I, I will one day. Way. I think it's the Motor City Bowl. Uh, he, he goes back to pass. He just chucks it as far as he can. It's like a 53-yard completion to Ben Coon to start the season. I want that play as the first play of the season to Nick Kurtz. Just whoever the quarterback is, just bomb to Nick Kurtz. What if you miss it? Who cares? Second and ten. Who cares? We wanted Devon Blackman on a streak. Yeah, just a bomb to Devon Blackman. Didn't happen. It was probably a handoff. Some questions to think about as we push forward in the 20... I know it's an emotional thing. As we push forward in the 2016 season, will Taysom Hill be 100% and ready to go for fall camp? Not to mention the first game, which is 199 days away. Will he play more than one position? Are both quarterbacks going to play in that first game? And how how much will they play in the season? How will they perform in the pro-style offense? It's brand new. The thing is, there's, there's time. There's time to figure all of this out. I, it, there's a little concern at the new offense thing. When you look at the offenses that are most effective in the NFL, it's because they've had the same coordinator for a while. You have continuity as an offense. So BYU doesn't have that continuity in terms of scheme, but of personnel they do. Luckily, uh, Ty Detmer can insert that in spring ball. Unfortunately, I don't think Taysom Hill is going to be able to go too much in spring. We'll see. He's uh, apparently lightly running. Uh, you know, no, no uh, cast, uh, had the screws taken out um, a couple weeks ago, I believe, maybe a month ago. So during the summer when they're working out and everything, is it going to be Taysom and Tanner kind of equally leading this team? I've always said, and we, we, I know they're different quarterbacks, very different quarterbacks, don't misunderstand this, from 2010, but when you have two, you have none, it feels like, right? I think BYU at some point will have to pick one, and go with it, and then you can use guys situationally. But do you start like do you start Taysom Hill uh, one week and Tanner another, or do you bring Taysom in in a package situation as the Tim Tebow to Tanner Mangum's Chris Leak? Yeah, how will that work? At Nick Lee fifty one tweets, and I feel a Chris Leak Tim Tebow at Florida sure. year coming on for BYU. Will Taysom Hill want to come back to not be the starter too? I mean, obviously he's going to try and be the starter, and if he's healthy and he's a senior, and, and all things are equal, you'd think that Taysom Hill would be the starter. 
because of experience, because of athleticism, with the hope that if you could, you would redshirt Tanner Mangum, but I don't see that happening at all. I see Tanner Mangum playing a lot this year. In Ty Detmer, I trust. I trust he will figure out situationally how to utilize both of those quarterbacks to the fullest advantage for BYU in 2016. Do you think that it is a problem in any way, shape, or form to have Taysom Hill back? Because there is part of, the, part of BYU Sports Nation that feels that, okay, it, it complicates things a little bit in that, okay, do you stunt the growth of Tanner Mangum, or is it just all positive? I don't know the answer to that. I, I get the idea that uh, it's going to be, you know, you have to figure out how you manage that effectively. How do you keep both happy? We'll both be happy. I just don't, I don't see any negative to having two outstanding quarterbacks on your team, especially facing that schedule next year. Does it divide the fans? Does it divide the it team at all? It shouldn't divide I, the fans because it doesn't divide Tanner and Taysom, according to what we heard from the meetings. Yeah, I don't think so either. I'm just throwing out the questions that are kind of the vocal minority in this, in this conversation right now. Holy I, cow. I love that Taysom Hill's back. I, th- I think load up with talent and then figure out the best way to use them. That's my opinion. What do you think about Taysom Hill deciding to stay at BYU for the 2016 season at YFangirl underscore JB? Couldn't be more excited. My husband and I are seriously contemplating season tickets, and we live in Colorado. Does Taysom Hill sell uh, like 2,000 more season tickets or something because he's back? (laughs) Joining BYU Sports Nation now is David Nixon, BYU TV football analyst, and a guy who is somewhat close to the situation. Dave, what do you think about all this, about Taysom Hill deciding to stay at BYU for the 2016 season? Well, just when I didn't, didn't think this offseason could get any more exciting, all of a sudden Taysom comes out with his announcement and decides to come back. And, man, I don't know if there's more hype uh, ever, if there's ever been more hype around this program right now than, than uh, currently with Taysom coming back with the new coaching staff. I mean, God, it's exciting, exciting times. We'd love to chat with Taysom about this, but we don't have him in here, so I'll ask you. Do you know what went into this decision? Was it a football decision? Was it bigger than football? I think it was a mixture of both. Um, you know, him and I, you know, we've talked quite a bit about it over the you know, past few months, and uh, I know he was obviously mulling over lots of different opportunities, um, had lots of different schools after him, but I think ultimately, um, after talking over with my sister and, and, and his family, I, I think... Uh, you know, come back to BYU, kind of finishing what he started here and, and having one last crack at it. Um, is, and then, it, of course, become comfortable with the coaching staff. You know, I think originally when it broke, the Bronco was leaving and he, he didn't know who the head coach was going to be. And then all of a sudden Kalani gets named and they bring in Ty. And, you know, we discussed before that, that uh, those guys were in contact with him the, the day they were hired. And uh, he's, been, he's been communicating with them and meeting with them. And he still goes up to BYU to rehab his foot. And so he's around the program already as it was. So, um, you know, after, after I think a long consideration and uh, as he's continued to get healthier with his foot, um, I think he uh, ultimately made a decision. He texted all of us as a family yesterday and, and let us know that he was going to announce it to the team at uh, yesterday's uh, team meeting. And, and then, of course, it broke from there. So um, I'm excited for him. I mean, uh, not only as, as a family member of his, but, but more anything, a former player and, and a, um, just a fan of BYU, I, I think it's exciting news. I think there's a lot of people out there that are kind of wondering, well, what are you going to do with Tanner? What are you going to do with Taysom? Look, I don't care. The coaches will figure it out. You just want the best athletes on the field, the best best athletes on the team, and Taysom is obviously an athlete. Uh, that's what the coaches get paid big bucks to do is go figure out how to get the best athletes on the field at the same time. They'll figure it out, but uh, I'm just excited he's coming back. And, and he, I think he's excited and, and glad to get it over. I know he did mention to me, he said, listen, I'm just – 
I'm just glad to have this in the past because he's been. I mean, I get bothered probably ten times a day. People asking, if he coming back or is he staying?" <laughs> David, you know, what, is what, he coming doing? back or is he <laughs> staying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be everything. I mean, and and uh, and so for him, I think he was getting asked a hundred times a day, and so I think he was pretty thrilled to to get this uh, kind of done with and and move on. So. David Nixon joining us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Dave, we'll wrap up with this question. Is there anything negative about having a quarterback like Taysom Hill and a quarterback like Tanner Mangum competing for the starting job? I can't see one con. And I, I think some people, I know some people mentioned, well, you have these quarterbacks and both of them got playing time. There's going to be a controversy. Listen, I think both these quarterbacks are, are very mature guys, um, both mission guys and, and have experienced some hardships in their lives. I think they're both prepared for this moment. Knowing Tanner, knowing Taysom, they'll support either one regardless of, of what the decision is made. It won't be easy. I think you know, uh, it's, it's never easy as a competitor to maybe lose your job or give it up. But I think at the end of the day, they, they'll, they'll both support each other uh, with, with the decision that's made by the coaching staff and, and kind of support the team going from there. Dave, we appreciate you stepping up to the audible call here and uh, joining the show. We'll talk more in the future, I'm sure. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thanks. David Nixon on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. We mentioned uh, Ty Detmer was going to be on the show, got caught up in a meeting. We'll get Ty on another show uh, as soon as we can to try and uh, answer the questions we had for him about the quarterback situation. Up next, more BYU football. What do you think about Taysom Hill coming back? And why a recent recruit flipped from Utah to BYU. Stay with us. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, live from Studio B. If you miss an episode of this show live, rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern. Men's Hoop, Saturday night, 9 Eastern time against San Diego on BYU TV. Check it out. So Thursday night, women's hoops, Friday night, gymnastics, Saturday night, men's basketball, which, by the way, they have uh, they're, they're full construction uh, for the practice facility. We've uh, called the Mar- the... Merritt Center Annex, or YMCA, there's a little rumble, and we can feel the rumble from the construction from here. I don't know if there's a hum coming through the mics. If there is, it's from the basketball it's about facility. about time you send out another picture update of, uh, of what's yeah, happening Yeah, I need to send there. out another vine. <laughs> vine number 78. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, our next guest, Alema Pivimai, 6'4", 205-pound linebacker out of Tustin, California, and a three-star recruit. Alema Welcome to the show. Did we get you out of class? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, you did. It's oh, all good, yeah. though. <laughs> yes. Should we be applauding that? I don't know. What what class is it? It's uh, English, English literature AP. Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty tight with all the staff, so uh, it's all good. You speak English. You're good, man. <laughs> well, you're good. Alema, you were one of the more intriguing storylines on signing day for BYU, given that you had committed earlier to Utah and then went to BYU. What was the emotion like for you to finally side the dotted line at BYU and to make that flip? Oh, man. Um, definitely stressful. Um, there's a lot of praying, just a lot of, uh, um, a lot of talking with my family and just trying to figure things out and what was best for me. Uh, but, I mean, definitely a little bit stressful. Uh, ultimately, afterwards, though, I, I mean, I'm, I couldn't be happier. What what went into that decision to uh, ultimately sign with BYU? Uh, uh, the, the trip, uh, my official visit definitely had a lot to uh, to contribute to my decision. Uh, I mean, just the boys up there are just, are just so, such great guys, and um, the environment and the, the, the total attitude of the whole team, is it, 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 you know, nothing compares to it, so... 
uh, ultimately, it was, it, that was kind of the turning point. And then along with uh, my former relationship with uh, Coach Kalani, um, and then Coach Detmer and Coach Tuyaki, I mean, it, it, the, the, the answer was clear for me. Alema Pili Mai on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Alema, did, was Kalani the, the one that was the major recruiter of you, or was it kind of an equal effort there with Coach Tuyaki and Coach Detmer as well? Uh, I would say that Coach Kalani was a major recruiter, um, not, only, not only at BYU. Uh, I like to consider myself a three-shirter because, uh, you know, Coach, Coach Kalani re- recruited me at three different schools uh, wearing three <laughs> different shirts. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I would definitely say Coach Kalani. Um, we heard, like, uh, ambulance or cops in the background. Everything cool? You good? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're all good. Uh, just a uh, couple fire trucks uh, driving by. They they take stepping out of English very seriously at Tustin High School. Yes, little, little yeah, didn't absolutely. Know that. Tell, us, <laughs> tell us about your Twitter handle at Painkiller Six. Yes. How did you come um, up with that? Oh man, uh, I think it was in middle school. Um, it actually started off as like a gamer tag because I was a huge gamer back in the day, um, and I, I just thought, hey, you know, I'm just going to use this for everything, and <laughs> it just you know, just kind of clicked. It's an easy um, easy. Uh, Easy username for me to remember, so I guess that's really that's you're, really all. You're still a gamer, dude. It's just in a different place, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, what, yes, sir. What video games did you or do you play? Oh, I'm a huge fan of the Halo franchise. Uh, I love Xbox One. Uh, just you know, Xbox in general, I guess. Describe your game to BYU fans. What do you bring to BYU football? Oh man. Um, well, I love rushing off the edge. I love. Uh, using my speed and I'm still working a little bit on my strength and, uh, and my tenacity, but, um, I think ultimately I, I, I just kind of add length and, uh, and some versatility, um, you know, as, a, as an outside backer or to, to whatever position they put me at. Um, but I, I think, um, I, I think I could be a threat, you know, coming off the edge. Alema, it's great to talk to you. Uh, we'll do this again soon. Take your time getting back to English. (laughs) I will. Thank you guys so much. Alema Pilimai on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. We've got about 60 seconds to wrap this show up when we come back. It has been emotional. It's been passionate. And we'll put a bow on it next. What's that? Did he say he was in AP English? AP English. Oh, he's a smart dude. Nice. He's a smart dude. Nice. Still take time to get back to class. BYU Sports Nation, presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Check out BYU Women's Hoops tomorrow night live on BYU TV as they go for an outright regular season conference championship against San Diego. The ladies projected as a seven seed for the second straight week, according to ESPN's Bracketology. Future guests. I know you like this guy. Dewey Gray. Derwin Gray. The pastor. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Of course, we're giving it to Taysom Hill today. Thank you, Taysom. I don't feel intimidated. He's not. Nor should you. He's not. That's why he's coming Nor should you. What do you think about Taysom Hill deciding to stay at BYU for the 2016 season? Our elite tweet of the day from at NickLee51. We just referenced this. I feel like Chris Lick, Tim Tebow at Florida, you're coming on. Mangum needs to be the first, though. Interesting. Thanks to Nick Emery, David Nixon, Alema Pilimai, and everyone on our crew. We'll get you out of class, kids. (laughs) We don't want to do that. Academics, man. Student athletes. (laughs) Athletics. Download the podcast.